Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Let's begin now. Oh, look at that. The gang's all back together at 602. Good morning. Grab a cup of coffee. Let's do this thing. I'm JJ Katz here. I was working diligently to increase the market share and profitability of this fine locally owned company over the last two days while your girl here laid in bed and didn't do a damn thing. Oh my God. How lazy can one human being be? Do you remember my why your Friday rocks? Like I had such big plans. I was so excited about this weekend and all the fun stuff we were going to do. Tell us everything you did. I laid in bed all the whole time and a four day weekend and it was done by Friday night. So you can hear it. If you're listening close, you can hear that she's still a little stuffed up. When did the bug hit you? So Friday night, Liam and I are watching a movie and you start to get just like that little tingle, Mm -hmm. you know, down the back of your throat. And I was like, oh no. So I hop into action, took some vitamin C, chugged some orange juice, Took some NyQuil. I'm like, I'm going to sleep this off. I'm going to wake up. We have so much to do. Football in the how morning. Much, like, wait, how much NyQuil? Uh, the normal amount. Like a bottle? Yeah. Why do you, why do you <laughs> cheese like that? Do you take like no, half a bottle? I don't take, I won't, I, I'm, I'm honestly afraid of mildly addictive stuff like that. I oh won't my take God, it. I don't even look at cough syrup know, like I that. Because I see how it knocks you out. I don't put it in a red solo cup And I hear about the disgusting things you do when you're high on NyQuil. So anyways, I just chug like, a bottle. No, I took uh, a little shot of it. I was like, let's go to bed. Let's sleep this off. I wake up around 1 a.m. And my throat is just like sealed shut. I was just, my nose was, it was, I was done. So Saturday, Sunday, done. Miss football, basketball, family time. How do you nurse a sickness like this? You just laid there, right? I did. Just took medicine. Just drank a lot of liquid broth. I drank a lot of lemon water, tea, orange juice. And then, um... Yeah, it seems to have worked really, really well. Yeah, good call on that. Peed my pants so many times. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was alarming. It was so devastating. I'm like, this is where I'm at. I got to put in a cough drop. But My yeah. old man was a big advocate of sweating out a cold. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I remember growing up, like, uh, wrestlers would always wear these things. They were like sauna suits. You know what I'm talking about? Like I'll a rubber, rubber suit. suit. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, and every time I'd start, I'd get a cough. He could hear that from the basement. I'd go, <clears throat> yeah, and he would run upstairs with a rubber suit and he'd be like, "You got to sweat that out." So uh, the the prescription when I was a kid was always a gallon of orange juice and have to like run, like yeah. exercise until it was out of you. And I'm still an advocate of that now. Like I know it's frowned on, like you're not supposed to go to the gym or anything like that if you got a cold. But that's it. I just would rather sweat it out. I like trying to deplete my body completely and then let it rebuild itself. I got a little nervous because I was just like some of the symptoms, like my body was aching. So I took a couple of COVID tests, but all of them were negative. So that was good. Then Monday, I was like kind of getting better. And then yesterday, I was good enough to go get coffee with a friend and then got my hair done and... That was kind of it. At what point did it cross your mind that I was going to be super pissed if you didn't show up Wednesday morning? Why would you be pissed? I don't know. That's why. Like, but I would assume. My body. I always like, assume. I assume if I'm sick at all, that you're going to be flaming angry. If I why don't would show I up. be angry? <laughs> exactly. Why would I be upset mm. at that? Well, you can't then you'd have it. to work. Set the table for you. 
Here's how I found out that pretty much everybody in our company, the company we've given nearly two decades of ourselves to, hates us. Okay, that is so dramatic. I don't want to be dramatic at all. One person. So Monday and Tuesday, we had what they called like a programming summit. So they brought people from all of our markets that we own radio stations in and got everybody together, share some ideas, look at some research, hope for a better tomorrow, right? Put together a plan so that our company continued to advance into the the next, uh, I don't know, couple of decades, whatever the deal is. So uh, I wasn't able, so most people went like down to the Twin Cities on Sunday night and then partied and then got up, hung over wow. Monday morning. And then, but I rolled in, um, I took my son to school on Monday, which was awesome. I haven't, nice? I haven't done that for forever, yeah. for, forever, ever, ever. Um, and I uh, got in a workout Monday morning and, and then boom, go down there. And I roll in about five minutes before the conference starts. And about 10 minutes into the first session, somebody from another one of our markets comments on, he, he stopped the whole situation and said, well, and Kat and JJ, I hate them already. Wait, okay. That's exactly, those are the exact words he said. Kat What's and JJ, the situation though? Like, what were you doing? It was a seminar about something or were you guys just like in a, we, like a we were talking, t- talk, No, no, no. It was mostly a, a presentation and then it, it was very casual though. Like, if you had a comment or anything, it was encouraged interaction, right? Yeah. Like, are you seeing something? We dealt with a lot of data, a lot of things that that we're being privileged to, to understand how our audience is acting, what devices they're using from all of that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So like, if you're, if you're listening to this right now, th- there's a tremendous amount of research that gets put into what we put on the radio to hopefully make you have a better experience. That's always the goal, right? We want to make sure that, that you're hearing something you like and that you get to take away something from this. And at this point he just goes, well, I already hate Cat and JJ. Oh. And I, I mean, he's less than 10 feet from me. And I'm like, bro, wh- why? So odds are when he was going to the conference, in his mind, he's like, I best not run into this guy. Oh. Or I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. He was looking for a fight. I just couldn't. I was like, I don't even know you. Like, I think I had met this guy maybe once or twice. I've exchanged. Maybe a half a dozen emails with this guy over is the last Is he within few years. 65 miles? Of He's us. hearing this right now. Okay. Somebody's alerting him that this is happening right now. I don't have any problems with the guy. Yeah. I like him. But I mean, so how would this make you feel? If somebody, like, you go to a conference and you're there for less than a half hour and somebody pipes up in front of everybody else and says how much they hate you, how would that make you feel? Oh, I don't, I'd be mad. <laughs> I didn't oh. know how to handle it. I just sat there and nodded and I, I just go, Sorry. But I want to know, like, what's the hatred? He just hates that we get so much attention. Okay, first off. And he needs more attention? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Like, I I didn't dig too much into it. But what the premise I got was that we have been, first off, we've been doing the show for almost two decades, right? Like, ratings are good. Profits are good. So when that happens, you get, like, more toys. Like, we get to take listeners to Mexico. Yeah. I think he was a little bit angry about that. Like, we've got brand new state-of-the-art Space Needle-like studios. I think he was a little bit angry about that. We get to do this. We get to have this kind of party. We get to do this and this. And I tried to explain to him afterwards, like, this all has to do with the money that we bring our company in. Like, right. it's, it's like a baseball player getting paid $10 million. Well, you know, he's really got to do pretty well as a baseball player and bring more money in for the baseball team so that they can afford to give him that $10 million. Did he sound like he had the feeling like he doesn't think we deserve all this? He doesn't 
think we're no, that good or a little bit is what I got from that. Okay. But I also got it was like, what about me? Are you guys forgetting about me? I think Look that's at- understandable. That's like all humans have had that at some point in their life. Why not me? I put in the effort. Maybe he does put in what he thinks and deems is a lot of effort. I know. Okay. So then what do you say to that? Then you say, make it to the hub. That's what I think. Like if people are moaning about where they're at, they can always make their way here if they do what it takes. Mark, aren't you a little proud that I didn't beat him up though? I am proud that you didn't I gave beat him up. Give him a little up. swirly though. <laughs> I should have gave him a snuggie. Yeah, that's what I should have What's trending? What's trending? Trending, everyone. Talking about it, this Massachusetts man facing multiple charges after being accused of running a dental office in the back of a convenience store for so long. I mean, from uh, tooth extrication instruments to implant instruments. We had a couple of our detectives head over there, and there was a pretty significant dental uh, operation going all back. I mean, you're talking about dental surgery. So it's just this guy named Juan Yunez. I bet he was good, though, too. I bet he Because, listen, otherwise somebody would have blown the whistle on this guy a long time ago. No, not true. Because the people that are going there are going there because why? They're not paying for insurance. They don't want to get busted. And then if they do bust this guy, who are they going to go to? So, I mean, they don't want to ruin it for everybody else. You a dentist without insurance. You just have to pay full price. Well, I guess. But this guy must have been doing it for next to nothing. So he didn't lose any customers. Is there something that... You feel you shouldn't need to have a certificate for yeah. or a permit for to run because you could do it. I could be an you're an electrician without being licensed, no problem. Really? Yeah, I could. I could wire a house. I get it. Like, I, I, I'll take the line from from Matt Damon, a Goodwill Hunting. Most people can look at a piano and see a musical instrument, right? right. I see a box. I don't, but I get electrical. I understand the flow. I could wire your house. I'm going to put all that on your epitaph That's when fine. you get shocked. Right. I just get it. That's what it's going to be. The I, quote I, from him. I get I electricity. Get it. it makes sense to me. I'm going to say run a food truck because we are in desperate need of finding somebody to serve food for the next two football weekends because there's there so many people that come to the same area. Hundreds. And I have been on the horn with like an eight or nine different food trucks. They're all booked up. And I'm like, what would stop me from just getting a little truck and selling chips and hot dogs out of it? Like, why would you I need get a, a license too, right? Why? Why? I could do that from my front doorstep. If somebody walked up and I had my grill on and I'm like, hey, you want a hot dog? Give me two bucks for it. Like, oh. I wouldn't need a vendor's permit for that. I think you do. I don't think so. I Kids think, sell lemonade all the time. I don't think that's lemonade. This I, is a hot dog. I, I don't think you can serve any kind of meat for a price without getting some kind of a permit. I'm just saying, yeah, this is the clapback that I'm getting. Obviously, you're not on my team. But if there's something that you feel like, hey, why do you even need a permit to do that? I could do that today in my sleep. What would it be? Because this uh, dentist, in air quotes, is what's trending. Can you help me? Other people's problems. Excited to get into this because I think everyone's got a thought on it already. Gretchen, tell everybody what's going on here. I found out that he and a couple of the other dads. Your husband. Are, they set up like, a, I mean, I don't know anything about this. They set up like a bracket or something and they're gambling on our kids' sports. Okay. So, well, first this off. Is crazy. Is this like a big thing? Like they had, that's illegal, right? 
I don't like think to it's gamble illegal. On it's just like youth sports. Well, I think it's immoral, probably, but I don't think it's illegal. I think maybe out loud, people make their bets, like as parents, like, "Oh, you're going up against these guys. I think you're going to win." But this is next level, so they have money on these kids. Well, he claims it's not actual money. It's like the winner gets a gift certificate, or a, the the other ones buy them dinner, or they're trying. You're to like still make it. betting something worth of value on a kid's event. Oh like, my god! They're, I think they're going to get in trouble. I would tell my husband, "You might want to bow out of it." So uh, let me just get this right, though. So, like uh, in a baseball game, your husband is betting somebody else that my kid will get more hits than your kid in this game. I feel like it's. Uh, I mean, again, I don't. I'm not. I I can cheer our son on in sports, but I don't know all of the intricate things. But yeah. apparently, like the way they set it up, it's like if certain kids make certain moves, and it's football, it's not baseball. But if okay. they like if they do certain things, is that sort of like fantasy? So if football? like they get it, yeah, nothing. it kind of is. It's like fantasy football with little kid football. And how old is your son, by the way? He's in middle school, so this is like it's not even high school. It's oh, like middle school th- this sport. is wrong. Yeah. This is wrong on a lot of levels. Now it's different if it's like just you and him, maybe like, hey, I'll uh, or uh, like everybody's done this with their kid, where they're like, hey, get three goals today, and we'll make sure and buy you that new stick. You know, this like is get around. Done that. Parents are not gonna like this. No, yeah. Dominique, hi, Dominique. Good morning. Thanks morning. for chiming in on OPP here. Uh, Gretchen's got a little dilemma. Her husband is betting on youth sports, like their son's youth football games. How do you feel about this? I feel like if they win it, girl, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so you are all about it. I, hey, my baby winning. And he gets extra money. Look, just cut me in. I yeah. ain't got nothing to say. Now, what if he ends up being like? It, there's a there's a very 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 black and white line here. Number one, if you're a coach, yeah, right? that's who got busted in Florida. Yeah. Was the coaches, and they were betting on their certain players. So this goes back to Pete Rose being a player and a manager. And even though he says he never bet against his team, yeah, he was still betting. And he had influence over that bet, right? It's like having insider information and trading stocks that way. I just think it could be looked at as favoritism. The people that you are betting will do a better job than the others. Parents are going to get very hurt about that. If parents know or even have an inkling that you as a coach are favoriting somebody else's kid, it is not going to be good. So, No, I don't think it. Yeah, if it was a coach, it probably... It'd be a different story, but if it's just parents, hey, let's just let it fly. Yeah, Dominique, we get it. We get it. You're money that hungry. She's just I like, get it. hey, if if I can make an extra fifty bucks off my kid playing youth sports <laughs> on a Saturday morning, I'm all no in. No shame. You know, no shame. Dominique, no, just be careful because you know what happens. Like next thing you know, your kid's shaving a couple of points to catch the spread, and nobody knows about it until he's driving a Maserati, and then they're looking at you. I heard. There it is. You're the best. I hope you have a great morning. <laughs> you too. Oh, you're going to make I'm it, Kat? Oh, my I'm God. Sorry. She's dying over here. Dominique, what are you doing later on? You want to co-host the show? Because she's I'm dying, girl. Hey, where do you draw the line with buying local? With buying local? Let me give you for example. Okay. Say you have to go shopping for something. You know it's a, it's a high-end item. Like, you're going to spend $1,000 on something. Yeah. And you go to a local place. And it's $1,200, but you find a spot online where you can find the same exact thing for $700. What's your 
I don't know, what's your over-under there? Like, where do you go, oh, it's worth saving $100, it's worth saving $200, it's worth saving $500, it's worth saving $1,000. Listen, I battle with this often because I have a lot of friends that own businesses. And, yeah, I want to keep our money right here. And I and I try to, especially like Small Business Saturday, I have for the last five years, I put aside $200 for Small Business Saturday. And I hit up downtown, I hit up other boutiques around the area. But what if you other knew places. that it was only going to cost you I know. $43 if you bought it on Amazon? Where do you draw that? I'll give you, for example... So I need a new hot tub cover. Yeah. Ours ripped. It was six years old. It was beat up. I need a new hot tub cover. I went to three places locally versus, and I even showed the one lady what, what I could pay for it online, the exact same yeah. one. And they didn't budge. It's not Tijuana. I'm tell- How, and, why and, did you think you could barter? No, no, with I didn't. Because I, I just, I said, I would like to keep my money here. But it is a $400 difference between someplace local and the online. Do you wonder, did you ask why? Overhead, did you ask why? She said it's custom made. I said, this guy says it's custom made online too. Mm-hmm. It's $400. Yeah. I, 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 it's 400. I took the $400 and I split it up amongst my three kids and I Venmoed all of them. I, I get it. I, I just, deal with this all the time. There was a, a candle situation the other day. There was a, I was talking to a friend who owns a, a business here in town and I was like, oh, I love that candle. But I know I have seen that same three wick candle on Amazon for half the price. So and then I'm like, oh, as a I consumer, keep my money where do you draw that responsibility line about keeping your money local? I just, I, I hate to say it, but most of the time I wait until small business Saturday. I, I sprinkle it throughout the year. I do buy certain things every now and then, but I don't really purchase things for myself aside from groceries. I don't even think about it when it's somebody who advertises with our company, right? Because they're helping to put food on my table. Right. So then I always will buy through them if that's an option. But if it's someplace that doesn't, you know, I don't see them advertising or I don't see them running, you know, any ads uh, through our radio station or our company. It's just, it's very, I really want to be that guy that spends his money locally. I know. But like $400 is $400. Yeah. You can do a lot with that. And for them to deny that as a, as a human being with expenditures that they have, would they? If yeah. they didn't have the employee discount there, if you flip the script on them, if they were to go buy a you know something else, a couch, and, and you, you don't moan to the to the showroom person, no, because they got to talk to the manager option. or the owner. Even sometimes they're in store. I felt bad about it, but I was like, I dang, you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah, a lot of money. So I think we heard a while back in my weird news that they had the uh, town of Stewart, Iowa, put up that misspelled water tower. Yeah, do you remember that? I do. And it said start. And like during the painting process, they were like, I think this looks different. This doesn't look right. Okay. (laughs) So they had that first inclination that there was a problem. Now they have another problem. The water tower was built incorrectly and can only be filled halfway and won't work. We hired you to design and implement what the utility customers were paying for and what the board had planned for for several years before. And what I'm hearing is we didn't get what we paid for. So... It's, so the engineer's like, I have no idea what's going on. Isn't a water tower something we've had for several hundred years I in think, use across this country? Like, don't you think you could figure that one out? I think it's a copy and paste situation. They probably could. 
You ever yes, see those water towers? Copy from the town next door. Or how about the, uh, the the ones that aren't that big that are about the size of like a storage shed on top of buildings in the New York City? The one in Clear Lake. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, like they got them all sizes and shapes. I don't know how yeah. you screw this one up. Uh, Target announcing yesterday that it's going to close nine stores and they are looking into closing many more because of the certain neighborhoods that they're placed in and the list of uh, wrongdoings by the public with them, the stealing, the thefts, the things that have to be locked up at a Target are crazy. Diapers have to be locked up. You know, these are essentials, though, that people are stealing because they need them for their kids because they don't have enough money. Right. That's a pretty accurate description of what's going on in society if people are stealing diapers. Right. You know what I mean? They're not stealing the top-end stuff. They're stealing necessities. We could say that they're stealing necessities, but when you look at someone's life and take a step back... Are they spending money on dumb things that they probably shouldn't? You know what I mean? Like the people that are like, oh, I can't pay for this for my kids, but they have a whole carton of cigarettes in their freezer that they could pay for. That was about 30 plus bucks. They have a giant wing on the back of their car. I know. So they are um, still having, I don't know, the discussion of closing many more, probably not in this area to worry about, but um, hopefully that is never the case. All right. Big deal for moms at home with little ones or moms that have to deal with picky eaters. Kraft mac and cheese. They are making the decision to bring back the SpongeBob SquarePants shape for fans that begged for it to come back. Who are these people that write Kraft? I want to know. Maybe with kids that are like, we're not eating until the shape comes back. That's exactly what's happening. Their kid is throwing a fit at the table. Yeah. And they grab their phone. They're like, let me find that Kraft website. I'm going to say something, and it might not be popular, but I am a huge fan, and I think they taste different when they're shapes. I like a good shape blue box mac and well, cheese. You were buying, you were drinking the Kool-Aid. But you know what? I also love spirals. I'm like that weird one that likes spirals. I would take both of those over the original shape blue box. But listen, don't show up in the alley and start picketing. It's just my opinion. I didn't willingly. I had such big plans for this weekend. I was like four day weekend. I'm going to take that by the ponytail and we're going to have a great time. Do I had so much stuff. And then I found myself Friday night getting that weird tickle in the throat. And I'm like, oh, no. So I downed a bunch of orange juice. And then I woke up just a few hours later at like 1 a.m. And I was just like so sick and I couldn't shake it and had what? fever, chills. Who everything. in your house is sick? Uh, well, now Derek's got a little lingering cough that's starting. But Liam was sick last week, oh, just like a runny nose. Had a little delay on it, huh? Kind of. And then maybe I'm just the one that's hit the hardest. But as of the last two years... And I don't know if I've talked about it before, but like I have developed like when I get a fever right under here, I get a strip that's like under my She's showing arm. guys under her arm, like where her like armpit is. It's only on your, your left side. So your lymph nodes. So you have a drainage issue. You have an endocrine system issue. Um, Something like that. Yeah. But it's when you get like fever, chills, uh, any infection, it shows itself by the lymph nodes. I had to obviously Google it because that's how I cure myself. Sure. Great idea, by the way. And I looked at the images. I'm like, that's exactly what it looks like here. I'll show you. This is the picture. This is what. It looks like just right under my armpit, yeah, just like a yeah. pink line. Yep, yep. Have you ever seen that before? Yeah, I have. That's um, crazy. And it, it has um, never, ever happened to me. And I've had several, like like when my uh, colon was um, infected, I never had anything like that. A girl I dated in high school, her little brother would have that happen. Uh, and that's how his his parents always knew to take him into the clinic and then really? he'd get uh, medication, whether it was, uh, I don't know, amoxicillin, maybe something like something that was uh, uh, helped any kind of a 
whatever you want to call it, a situation going on in your body. Obviously, yeah. I'm not alone since there are Google images about it. But when I Googled it, I'm like, that is it. It's, that it's, is crazy how that could develop. Your body is efficiently flushing it, right? Like what happens is when you get an infection or anything, it has to flush, right? Yeah. It has to not, but it, it has to, to cure up the infection, but it has to go somewhere. So it's you're not getting it to your vital organs. It's not, it's just hanging around in your body and that's how it presents itself. Sure. I think. Okay. I want to know if anybody else is walking around with something strange about their body that you've had to Google or you had to contact. Did you just look around well, your just body? Kind of, yeah, I just did a quick scan. <laughs> I was like, what do I, I don't, I feel good today. Like That's I, good. I, I don't, uh, my son has a giant cyst on his ankle that yeah. he has to have cut out next week. He's got to have surgery in a week. They got to oh, go man. cut it out. Yeah, otherwise, it'll keep growing back. They can drain it, but they got to cut it out. Ugh. Yeah, and they and it's Stinky. like it's trauma paced. He's a catcher and he plays hockey, and they think that's yeah. kind of what happened to it. Sometimes people are like kind of embarrassed to share that stuff. I'm not because it's just like a red line. It's not something that's like oozing or anything like that. In two days, when you're weird. well, it'll be gone. It, it is. It's it's almost like a hey girl. There's an infection in your body before I even know it. And then like the next day I'll start to get the chills and I'm like, oh no, I'm working through something. What and- would be really interesting is if you can find something that gets rid of whatever condition this is. Like what, what, what if you were to take any kind of medication, what do you think would have got you through this quicker? A Z-Pack? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well- I, I like to do things as... Uh, naturally as possible. I am not a naysayer of medicine. Do not get me wrong. I will take it if I know it's going to help me. But like, you know your body and you know maybe you can work through it. Yeah, I'm into like anything that's going to get me through it at halftime. Hey, good morning. How are you? Hi, how are you? Really good. What are you dealing with? Um, I have something called a hemangioma. Okay, break it down. So it's a benign vascular tumor. Okay. Where on your body is it's it? It's also a birthmark on my neck. Okay. Okay. So is it big and stick out and you have to put your hair in front of it? Or? No. Oh. No. No. You can't even see it unless I tell you where it is. Okay. What a fun game. Like, hey, sexy time. I'll give you 20 Guess bucks where it, guess where it is. find out where it is. <laughs> it's, it's actually a, a very rare form of a birthmark. And okay. when I was first born, it had swelled up and my parents actually took me in because they were worried about it. Okay. And then they just... Found out it was nothing. What stops you from it getting it cut out now? Because it doesn't doesn't affect me. Yeah. You can't okay. see it. It it blends in. How many times so a day do you touch it? See it. Um, I honestly forget that I even have it. Wow. And the so it's really not that big of an so issue. It's, and, it's just there. And the doctors say it's not going to turn into yeah. anything. It's just going to hang out for your life. No. No, they're also called strawberry marks. Okay. Oh, I know what you're like talking Like strawberry about. kisses. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like, some, is, around there. Yeah, they're called strawberry marks or strawberry kisses. They're not, they're nothing. Can you hear they're that, by the way? That, can you hear, huh? can you can you hear, hear Can you hear that, by the way? Can you, do you hear that it sounds like 19 Mack trucks just hit our studio? Did you hear that? No. Okay, good. No, uh, I didn't. It's crazy. I don't know what they're doing upstairs. They expect us to do a show. There are people on our roof tap dancing with elephants and pianos, apparently, while we're broadcasting. They brought in the whole cast of Riverdance. I'm sorry. This is, uh, I wanted to give you my full attention, but it feels like someone's going to fall right through the ceiling on me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But okay. send us a picture well, of your cute little thing. Quiet, yeah. quiet down for you guys good today. Luck. Yeah. yeah, good luck with your <laughs> strawberry kisses. I hope you have a great morning. Thanks for sharing. We're finding out that, you know, Kat was sick for the last couple of days, and she had like a barber pole on her arm. It is, it, it I... They call it a fever stripe. 
And it's actually called lymphagenesis. Carry the Y. That's I don't exactly know. how the doctor said it. Yes. But when my Google doctor, but when you get like a fever or some type of infection in your body, it's like how how thick would you think? Maybe that's like two inches. You, yeah. you wouldn't know. Two <laughs> inches, and then it just goes right underneath my armpit, and it's just a telltale sign. Every single time I have something like that. It's almost an alarm right before it happens. I bet you that's one of those things that you go into the doctor, and that's the reason they get you in that gown. To check you know what I mean? Because all, well, all just all of a sudden they can walk in, and you're telling them about your symptoms. They're probably eyeballing you, and they're like, "There's a red stripe under your arm. This is going to clear." I mean, it's like literally, and it hasn't happened until two years ago it started, and now it's uh, every single time. Brandy, so. you got something funky going on with your body? Uh, yeah, mine's more like it's not really like a telltale physical sign. Um, it's just something that I do every time I'm actually sick. Like, I'm 32. I have five kids of my own. Holy cow. And whenever I'm actually sick, and I never cry, but I cry every time. And it's so weird because I won't cry over anything else Yeah. unless I'm actually really sick. So you get really emotional. And that's the only time in your life that you get emotional is when you're sick, huh? For the most part, yes, I know I'm weird. <laughs> is it emotions or is it the thought of, oh, my God, how am I going to function with five kids? Everything has to still get done and I have no time to heal. That would make me cry. I feel like it's it's more like I'm like, I want my mom. I'm just a kid oh. again and I just cry. I'm just sad. Is mom still around? Yeah, mom yeah. lives in the same city. Yeah. I just, um, I, I don't know. Wow. I, I, and listen, I, I, I rarely cry, and I can sympathize with you, but on the 1st and the 16th, I cry so hard when they walk around with our checks. Yeah. I just lock myself in my office, and I <laughs> I try to be a buffer. I take like, it, and I just give it I'm to like, his wife. I'm like, you have $130,000 education, and this is what you're working for. <laughs> and then I cry, and then I give myself a couple of minutes, and I come out of my office, and I wipe my eyes, and I get, you know, visine up, and I just face the world and I go I'm gonna get you this time and then two weeks later I find myself in the same spot look at him making it all about him doing that for 20 years here Brandy well I'm sorry you go through that hopefully it's not often no not not too often with five kids I know we're sick a lot but um only when I'm really really sick you can't let those kids see you cry either because then they'll just take advantage of they'll know that you're weak at that point and they'll go after you won't they (laughs) That's yeah, blood in the water. Got some older kids that help. Yep. Blood in the water is exactly it. Have a great morning. Thanks for sharing. Bingo. How fun. Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo. Bingo what bingo? Bingo. Bingo. All right. Uh, this is a very listener interactive portion of our show. You have to be the first person when I unlock the lines through who? Who is already having kind of a rough start to their day. Something has gone wrong. This woman, I would say she's maybe winning right now. How is my morning going? I just wanted to brush my teeth. Not toothpaste. I just brushed my teeth with this. It's for hemorrhoids. <laughs> the little Preparation H wake-up call. I once did that with butt paste oh, for the baby. Oh, nice. uh, When Nolan was a baby, it was laying on the counter, and I yeah. grabbed it. I mean, when we get up at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, I got it on the toothbrush and got it up to my mouth, and yeah. then I smelt it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I almost put a whole dab of bad. stuff in there. So my bingo is going to be if you're the first person through who has ever been shamed publicly for something. So Pink had her baby circumcised. This guy bought a front row ticket to get in front of her. 
to flash a sign on his phone, a message on his phone to shame her. And then she kicked him out. I don't know. That's a quick way to get me to not talk to you anymore. Somebody that is so gung ho about a decision that um, and then these are like the same people that want to make a decision about my body. Yeah. If I were to be sexually assaulted, I could not terminate a pregnancy because you have strong feelings. They are the same people that don't want and they look at it as mutilation. It is a very personal decision to make and it's quick and it's done and it's over with. Bingo! Bingo for which one? Cat. Oh, why is your day so rough to start? I've been woken up every two hours in the middle of the night, so I'm really tired. And I slept on my alarm, and now I'm going to be late for work. Yeah, but what's been waking you up every two hours? My son's blood sugar alarm. He's not been feeling well. Oh, he's diabetic. I went sick. Yeah, he's diabetic. Well, I think last week we got a call from a dad that was very tired because he had been up all night watching that. I can't even imagine. That would be, I would be glued to my phone. So I, I feel very bad for you. Yeah, and you're late for work. Are you going to get in trouble or will they understand? Oh, no, they'll be fine. They're, I have a very understanding boss. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.